See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Yes, of course he would. All right, we're back. Oh, my God. This is Slow Robot to Go-Go, Big Show, Big Show 247. My name's Mal with me, as always. D- uh, Dr. Morbius. Dr. Morbius from Cats Unknown, because Destructo is back with us again. He shows up for every show. He, he's and our then, only and fan. And he gets bored like within 20 minutes. Hopefully, like all the rest of our fans. I was I was gonna say that, <laughs> but I was hoping not. I hope you don't. I hope you stay all the way. To yes. The end, but yes. Yeah, I know you all have lives in your cube, and you all have cubes. No, you don't. So just keep listening, cause it's what you need to do. Yes. And have listening. a friend listen. Yes, and another friend, <laughs> and so on. <laughs> they told two friends, and they told two friends. And, they told two and friends. I'm old. All right, so yes, boy, this week, uh, let me tell you. Uh, let me tell you. Uh, wow. You were in a holiday mood, weren't you? <laughs> yes, I was. Merry effing Christmas. For Christmas, I just got done playing Santa Claus, uh, you know, as a character, so I was all jacked up on holiday juice, and I was like, I'm picking Star Wars, and I'm going to pick a holiday Star Wars. It's the holiday special. This is going to be a winner. Ooh, my, oh, my. I was wrong. From 1978. But before we get into that, uh, got anything? What you got going on? Anything that's going on this week? Mm, no. Watching any shows or movies or anything? Shows? Uh, yeah, I watch football and I watched um, uh, your team TV. winning. Well, uh, occasionally. You know, I'll tell you. What, I usually watch. Lately, I've been watching. See, I, I get when you said shows, I go okay. So you consider television. Half-hour TV shows. Uh, whatever. Okay. I, wa- I usually watch, like, my favorite sitcom, Leave it to Beaver, all the time. So, you know, those really? are always fun. Uh, all the time. Glued like an, like a like a freaking lemming to the set watching it. Uh-huh. Even though I've seen every episode, because it's just like comfort food, you know? And yeah. I'm like, I always get enjoyment out of them. It's like me with MST3000. There you go. I know them all, but who cares? The thing about that show that was different... Than the other shows, and it was pointed out by some uh, some people that are more perceptive than I was. And the reason why I enjoyed it is because of all the shows that came out, the family shows. That was one of the early ones that was most that was shot from the kids' perspective. You know what I mean? As opposed to Father Knows Best or oh, yeah. My Three Sons or you know all that stuff. It was basically about kids getting in trouble. Which is mm. something that I, you know, you and I enjoy doing as children. Of course. And you got in trouble oh, probably true. like a lot more than I did, but uh, you know, and uh, that's true. I never even thought of that because it is from it is from a kid's point of view, yeah, yeah, more so. And what was interesting was I read a a thing about the writer of the show. This is pretty. This is pretty. Uh, uh, you know, good of the uh, uh, oppression of this guy to do. Apparently, when he was a young guy before he became a professional writer. He used to like to write down, like people would tell him stories of what kids did, or he'd see kids getting into trouble, and he would write down all these stories of kids, all the stupid things they did to get in trouble, and huh. guess what? Every episode of Live to Beaver is about kids getting in trouble. And so he basically... Of, a lot of it was his stories. A lo- uh, yeah. Wow. A lot of it was stuff that he had written down, that he had, vi- had seen, or heard about from other kids and he maybe interviewed people so this whole the whole premise of Lee to Beaver is kids getting in trouble uh-huh. what's better than that what's yeah. better than watching True. jerky kids get in trouble and then their dad's not beating the crap out of them you know that's interesting because 
you know, a lot of the times you, you think, oh, I could make a movie, I could make this, I could make that. You know who makes mo- the be- like good movies? The kid who from age eight on sure. never wasn't filming crap. And okay. and we're, and with his nerdy friends filming crap. Like, those are the guys who kind of went on to be better and better and learn stuff and learn stuff. They've been learning since they were a kid. I don't know if the, the iPhone generation is going to be doing is that. getting into the wires there? No, nah, he's all right. Hmm. Um, you know, because everyone films stuff now, but that's kind of more like just stupid upload stuff. Or sexual things. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> but, like, the guys that, like, that's they really are passionate about it. Those are the good filmmakers. Even uh, who we bust on, QT, he lived his entire life nothing but movies. Yeah. Now, be critical of it, of of his success or or not, whatever his homage is. The, like Spielberg, you know, sure. nonstop yeah. movies. That's all they cared about, you know. And it's kind of cool. That's like what you're talking about, where the guy was just. He knew he was going to be a writer, or he knew something in his in his brain said, "I'm going to keep these for later because it's going to be important." And they turned out to be it turned out to be one of the most successful. Uh, the only reason yeah. that show went off the air is because uh, Jerry Mathers decided that he didn't want to he wanted to go to high school and become a normal kid and uh, basically kill his career. Kind yeah, of. good job, dude. So he wanted to go to high school and have some fun and screw around or whatever. But the show would have kept going. So. Yeah. And it was the first, uh, from what I understand, it was the first television show. To actually, like, specifically have, like, an end show. It didn't just end, and because it was canceled, they had an la- end show where tied it up, wow. tied up the whole thing. So it's, it's a really good show, and, I, and there's the, they play, like, an hour of it on Antenna TV. So if I'm around, I usually watch mm. one or two and get, uh, you know, my enjoyment out of it. So it's, every day I watch, I rewatch shows that I've seen a million mm. times. Eddie Haskell being, uh, getting <laughs> people in trouble. It's always some guy getting either Wally in trouble or Beaver in trouble. Larry Mandela, Eddie Haskell, yeah. Lumpy, all those dopey kids. One of the things when you said what decided to go back to co- or go to high school and become, just, just leave it, uh, to Beaver. Uh, he, <laughs> uh, I always kind of was critical of like, you know, like uh, the Gilligan's Island crew were kind of famous for this, saying, you know, uh, Gilligan, uh, Bob Denver. Bob Denver, yeah. He always kind of was like, he, he had like loathed the show because he was typecast. I'm typecast. What what would he have done? You know, the one who you know, really loathed the show wasn't him. It was the was, professor? Uh, no, it was uh, Ginger. Oh. Now, I don't know. Oh, no, to become, ju- don't jump up To there. become part of like I know you want to. pop icon of history... Give me a break. Now, I, I guess there's some reality to it where being typecast as Gilligan or being typecast as Ginger or... But when they, when they you have that shot and you are that person... Or like, Vincent Price or Christopher Lee or somebody like yeah, that. It's why, a career, man. Yes, yeah, so embrace it and make it a career. You know why? You know? Because some people think they are a fine actor. They'll be above all that. They, they beneath weren't. them. They weren't. You know, it, it, I was watching the other day on on YouTube. They had He's like right. they had like a remake. Of, well, not a remake. It was like something like Return to Gilligan's Island. Yeah, and they yeah, were yeah. all back except Ginger. She wouldn't do it. Yeah. Every one of them was back. And they didn't they have a, just a, a, a redheaded step in stand in. She or looked something? good, but yeah, it was a stand in. She looked like Ginger, but then when you oh wait a minute, it's not her. When you when you saw it through the YouTube gauze, because it was one of those <laughs> like not great copies. And when you went when you went oh yeah, it's not her. It looks like her. It's too young to be her. You now know? that's the other thing though. Uh, for a starlet to be like that, do you know how fast they cycle through starlets, like female actresses? 
My God. The, at most, they have like four years. At, you know I mean, like not now. There's some that break that mold, and I get that. But for the most part, whatever, dude. Hollywood has a range that they work within, and it's like 19 to about 23, and then goodbye. You know, that's the end of it. Like, so for someone to, for Ginger to say, "Oh, I would have been the next whatever." No, you would not. Ginger and, had a uh, Tina Louise had a, had a you know she had a little bit of a career before, but then after the show, she just did like you know just. Anything she could to be not yeah. ginger. Yeah, you know, and because so, I mean, yeah. and Bob Denver was the uh, he was like always, always like a beatnik or a hippie. He was a beatnik before. Yeah, in, uh, and then Dobie Gillis, and then he was just pot. He really smoker. didn't do much. <laughs> he just smoked pot. Smoke smoke. I, I, I'm now playing the role of pot smoker. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But you know, and it's it's easy for me to sit, sit there and say that because I can. I'm not that one person I can be whoever I want to you know you can change but like I don't know to have that kind of a fame eh, <laughs> being critical of it's a little bit weird hey watch you know? out because he's going for some toothpaste yeah right? I know alright let's take a trailer break and see if we can get this cat out of the studio yeah, and then, him we'll, out of here. then we'll be Pretty right back guy, with the movie yeah. du jour which I think he's a good woo, boy woo, nobody makes me bleed my own blood nobody abracadabra I sit on his knee Presto, change and now he is me. Hocus pocus, we take her to bed. Magic is fun. We are dead. Joseph E. Levine presents Magic, a terrifying love story starring Anthony Hopkins and Anne Margaret. Rated R. <laughs> Here in person tonight, White Horse Drive in Theater, The Trial of the Dead. 18 living nightmares leap from the stage. All lights go out and the monsters are released from their coffins. They may grab you. Victims from the audience will be thrown from the stage a piece at a time. Human heads chopped off. Jungle worms and swamp rats run around your feet. Extra on stage, back from the grave. The spirit materialization of Bruce Lee, king of kung fu. It's real. On stage, not a movie. You may need help. Help! Help! Tonight, White Horse Drive in Theater. Skis, huh? That's right. Great. The yours? Uh huh. Both of them? Yeah. <sighs> cool. A love psycho goes berserk in women and bloody terror. <coughs> Remember, you can only die once in night of bloody horror. <laughs> Women and bloody terror and night of bloody horror. Two blood-chilling shockers on the same screen. Producers guarantee $2,000 cash to your family if you die of fright while watching Women and Bloody Terror and Night of Bloody Horror. Together, the pair everyone is talking about. Can you stand twice the shock? Women and Bloody Terror and Night of Bloody Horror. Don't go alone. I'm the worst toy maker in the world. I'm a cotton-headed ninny muggins. All right. Before, be, well, I guess before we get into this movie, uh, movie, Ginger or Marianne? Oh, Marianne. Oh yeah, Marianne all day long. Uh, yeah, but Ginger's no slouch. No, yeah. But I just, you know, Marianne. Oh, and I should have said air quotes. Movie. Ah, wow. TV. 
TV show. TV show. I unleashed upon us a, a, a wretched evil. Um, I don't remember this being on TV, but I only played once. I played once, and then I think there was an injunction filed by uh, George Lucas that said, don't you ever, ever show oh, that again, or I'll have your family killed. And don't you ever put it out on DVD? No. This is, this is hard to get. I'm surprised yeah. Disney hasn't done it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Once they find out it's on YouTube, it will be gone. Don't worry. Hmm. Uh, this was one we, you know, I heard about it. I never saw it. Of course, I'm talking about the Star Wars Holiday Special. Now this and was special. This not was, the word. Bef- I think it was, it was probably filmed like ten seconds after Star Wars hit, but before it became like what it is. Like uh, like uh, the, the 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 light the culturally changing thing that it became in the seventies, late seventies early eighties was Star Wars crazy. Star Wars was seventy seven. This was seventy eight. So there was a this was between the two movies. But I it think. was filmed obviously like right after set. They were like, let's do this thing, blah blah blah. And I my, don't. My biggest question in this movie is, wow, did Ellen? Did, did Mark Hamill looks like Ellen DeGeneres. No, my biggest question is how. Like, why? Why was there Oompa Loompa makeup on everyone? Like, Mark Hamill and uh, 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 Princess Leia, uh, Carrie Fisher, have so much makeup and foundation. They they look like wax figures. Like I'm like, what the hell happened? What is this? Now you know I'm I'm a big Wookiee enthusiast, right? Everyone knows how much I love Wookies. You better really love Wookies, cause this freaking movie is Wookie crazy. And, and and there's no oh, subtitles. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. just nonstop. Blah, 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 blah. You know, you're like, holy crap, kill me. Oh, yeah. Because what, what this is at the heart is a variety show for Christmas. And what they did was they just used a set piece of the Wookiee Life Day treehouse. And like little things... Like, would like, oh, I'm tuning into the flibbity flab, and they turn a knob, and then they're looking at something, and that something is a musical number, or a blah blah blah, or whatever. I liked it when that, whatever that guy was, grandpa, the one that looked like a pug dog, or whatever. <laughs> he, 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 that was that was the first, um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, not cyber VR, porn, but um, you virtual, know, reality virtual reality porn, porn, yeah. porn yeah, yeah, with Diane Carroll, yeah, it's so weird. It, this. This is hard to explain. It's hard to get through. I and I love Star Wars. I mean, I know you don't. You're not really big into Star Wars. You don't hate it, but you don't like it either. It's just it's it's a thing, it's a right? Thing. I mean, um, I've always loved Star Wars. Um, it made me want to find bootleg elect, uh, like a flash drive version of the originals before they got messed with. I mean, I know it's out there. You can get them. You can get them. Uh, but it's hard. It's harder and harder to get them because. Everything is just the doctored up versions, the you know, changed versions. You, you know, know the other one that's hard to get. And I saw this movie um, of the, the, the from the band, the, the band, the band yeah. called The Last Walls. It was basically like their last concert. Yeah. They had a bunch of guest stars, and the original movie. Here comes Neil Young doing his song, and the camera is like right, uh, right, uh, right on his face, but a little bit underneath it, and you see a big coke booger in his nose. <laughs> They've airbrushed that out of all the other copies of it the, really the, the coke burger <laughs> the rare one <laughs> do you have the coke burger cut of the last waltz they're like not no, that anybody dude. wants to if you want to look up his nose and see a big he's like coke oh burger. yeah i'm really having huh, huh. coke yeah. burger coke burger not attractive 
Gross. <laughs> Martin Scorsese. Not a good shot, but whatever, you know. But you know what happened on that movie was they were shooting it. It went on so long that the he had a bunch of cameramen. They were, Some of the cameramen ran out of film, so at the end of the movie, all they had was one camera left to shoot it. Because wow. that was in the prehistoric days, so at least he had one camera That's left scary stuff, to man. finish off the movie. And this guy's probably like praying, please stay, please stay. One cameraman left. And the cameraman's like hoping he's not running out of film because guaranteed he was probably close. Like, you know. It was like, hey guys, can we like. Can we gotta end this? You yeah. know, I mean, I know you're living on cocaine and dreams, but can we stop for a moment? Thanks, that'd be great. Anyway, anyway, back to Wookie Town, USA. This is an odd set piece because well, it's animated at the beginning, right? Like, little yeah, but I mean, like the the choice to have the Wookies be the central like unifier for this anthology or for this this Christmas special thing is is a little bit odd. Because right off the bat, you're not, you're not saying anything. You're just doing motions and and grunts, and it's also just like they weren't, they weren't yeah. not popular, but they weren't popular. Like the and uh, another interesting fact was this is the first appearance of Boba Fett. Is it really? Yeah, Boba Fett was not even like teased. He was in the second movie. Yeah, he wasn't even teased, so he wasn't. This was like the introduction to this character, which mm. was a big. A thing. I think it was a big deal, you know, when it when it happened, because they're like, wait a minute. Um, I don't know. I like. I I, I don't know how else you could have done it. You could have done it from a rebels, uh, from the rebels fortress or something like that. But I guess it doesn't matter. I and mean, it was this. Be, is this the Star Wars cantina before the real Star Wars cantina? No, the cantina was in the first one. It was in the first yeah. one. Okay. The, the 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 hive of scum and villainy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Otherwise known as yeah, <laughs> and it, so it's spliced in. It's spliced in like a few little shots from from the Star Wars, and it just kind of went with it. The characters went with it. They weren't too full of themselves because at this yeah, point they were just minimal kids. scenes. I think oh they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. I mean, Han Solo was the only one that was kind of participating through the whole thing. Carrie Fisher sang a song. Yeah, the, the Star Wars song. And Mark Hamill looked like a hundred degenerates. Mark Hamill looked like he had done like forty-eight days of cocaine and heroin straight. I don't know what the hell happened. He, I'm, not, he, I'm not saying he did or didn't. I don't know. It was the seventies. But you know, so we you start off this thing, and Han Solo and Chewbacca are in this like the cockpit scene. And they're getting shot at by the Imperials, and he's like, "Oh, don't worry, buddy." Little what? Anthony and the Imperials. Yes. The band. Little yes, that, and, and they were throwing their symbols and drumsticks at him. I think I got it out of my head. Something like that. That's yes. a song that only old codgers <laughs> like me would know. <laughs> and that's what happened. Uh, so then they're like, "Oh, don't worry, buddy. I've never failed you. We'll get you to to Earth to to Life Day, uh, like we always do." And then then that's kind of like, "Okay, so wait, he's getting Chewbacca back home for Life Day." Which is Christmas. Yeah, Christmas, happy town. And they're getting shot at, but they're doing the Star Wars stuff, and they're cutting in those those cannons, shooting, whatever. So okay, so now 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 you flash forward to the home, the like the home on Wookiee Planet. Which don't hate me, all you Star Wars purists out there. I don't know the names of shit. I don't know any uh, names about nothing. I know the characters' names usually. Uh, I don't know what the guns are called. I don't know that. I don't, and I don't care. So, don't fault me for that. I don't give a shit. So, but I do love the stories. So, 
now you're here and there's like this old Wookiee. And then at first you think this is Chewbacca. But then you're like, wait a minute. They does, he doesn't have his little gun belt or his ammo belt. And he's like, oh, no, this is Chewbacca's wife, Mrs. Chewbacca. Yeah. And there's this little precocious scamp running around causing all kinds of dumb crap. That's Chewbacca Jr. Chewbacca Jr. And then Grandpa. The, yep. kids with somebody, the kid, somebody was named Lumpy. That was the kid, was Lumpy. The kid. Lumpy was the yeah, kid. Yeah, and, and um, good, good call. I forgot the names of everyone. And now you start with it. Like, the the Mrs. Chewbacca's, like, cooking some dinner with a fake Julia Childs. Harvey Corman. Harvey playing, Corman playing, playing Julia Child, yeah. And this is where you're like, oh, wah, wah, wah. this is a 70s Thanks. variety show. I forgot, cause you got Ed Norton, Ed Norton. Sh- Norton. showing up, being hey, Rocky like, boy. Yeah, he and he's doing his shtick in some of these scenes. Yeah, hey, Wookie. He, he's like, hey, let me, I'll make this so you can watch it. He, and he starts doing that like, like, like. He's like flipping his hands out. He's like, and then the the imperial guy goes, "What you just?" And then he goes, "Oh, here you go." Yeah, he's like a trader. He's like he's like an inventor, but he's also a trader and seller. He's got like a little. He's got a little curio shop where he makes things and he sells. He sells things to the Wookiee planet, but don't worry, he's on the rebellion side, you know. Yeah, and then the Nazis or the, uh, or the there, Empire and, or whatever. And there's no way in hell we're going to do this scene for scene, because we no, can't. No, It's just this weird... Now, th- I just first, watched it as if I was watching like a traffic accident, going like, what happened? Oh. It, it was so bad. The first... the Oh my god. So and they try to actually have a... I thought it was going to be a variety show, as in Hey, let's just make no sense and do a song. But they actually tried to do a story. You know, was like, that was the mistake. Yeah. Like Star Wars in itself was a cultural phenomenon that changed a lot of stuff. Now I'm not saying it's the greatest thing ever. I'm just saying it, it was a cultural phenomenon. So they didn't have to do this. They could have just done a skit here, skit here, musical instrument, skit, musical. Yeah, because have a happy holidays, everyone. Who gives a crap? I mean, they tried in the sense that they got stupid Jefferson Starship to do a song, and then B. Arthur does a stupid song later on. So that's what B. Arthur as the cantina owner, and 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 with the and, and with the singing voice of like you know Kermit the Frog or something. You know, it's not good. No, it was brutal. And, but and, that's later. And yeah, like every. Because the first thing you see is like, like this kid's running around being a jerk, and they're like, oh, and then he's like, oh. And they put uh, like some kind of thing in the, the famous chessboard on the Millennium Falcon. Had that chessboard where the animated th- creatures would like actually kill each other as a game. It was some kind of chess game. But now they put a different cartridge in it, and it had like this Circus Duley before Circus Duley kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, Circus Duley. And he pushes, and the little I fast forwarded through. And that, the little right? kid pushes a button, and then the guy becomes life size. I fast forward. And they're juggling knives, and and it was it was literally just like the human. You know, and you're like, okay. You I know. fast forwarded through Dan Carroll's number two. I said, no, thanks. Yeah, so. and, and Jefferson Starship too. I was like, no. I don't <laughs> think so. so you would literally watch this in about twelve seconds. No, it took a while, but <laughs> it's just <a> too long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no musical numbers. Like, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, Jefferson Starship wasn't too bad. <laughs> I, don't uh, I don't know. It was. It's just, I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, but um. I'm so, surprised that you would go through theirs because they are, you know, yeah, 70s riffic. Okay. And I never liked the Jefferson Airplane either. So, uh, yeah, oh, there like you that. go. So anyway, the the premise of it is that I guess Han Solo is trying to get uh, uh, Chewbacca back home for, for Life Christmas Day. or whatever. No, for Life Day, which yeah. is like a celebration that, that family comes together. 
and they're running into shenanigans. It's, that's like the original uh, Festivus. It yeah. was Life Day. Sure, why not? And, and, and that's the thing, and you just have one sad, like, uh, lightsaber. Instead, yeah. of, instead of the Festivus pole, you have a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the, and, and so, like, basically, they're tr- the Imperials are trying to get him, and, and Han Solo's trying to get him back home. And, and that's the whole premise. And the you know the Mrs. Chewbacca will like look at some radar and like oh and nope no ships detected, everything looks like it was programmed on a on a ca- on a Atari twenty six hundred Atari yeah, yeah yeah or the which is awesome I don't get me wrong I don't, I, don't, I like that and uh, just wackiness ensues I don't you know and then they start contacting uh, Luke first they contact Luke oh. They, where have you seen? Isn't Chewie there yet? And she's like, bah, "What's that R two? Oh, they're not there yet." And Luke is trying to fill, fix an engine, and it's like blowing smoke, and you yeah, know, and it's blowing smoke, all right. And, <laughs> and, and R 2s there, and they tried to capture the ma- capture the magic without oh, any magic. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Star Wars craze, you know. They, yeah. they, you're if you're in the middle of like what Star Wars was. If you're buying all the dopey lightning boys, in a bottle, and, man, uh, you know, and oh, it started out with a Kenner. T- uh, you remember? Did you see that it was produced. It was this ho- this Hollywood Holly holiday special was presented by Kenner. Who made all the toys? Cause, yeah, because sure. it started out with all the toys, and I was like, oh, I had that one. Oh, I had that one. I so loved you blew it. it up. Yeah, most of them. You know. Yeah. So they contact him. And they can't get a hold of him, and then I think they do they try to contact Leia after that, and she's mm-hmm. like doing some other thing or whatever. She goes like, no, I don't know where he is, but I'm sure he's going to be home soon. Yeah, Han, what, Han hasn't arrived yet? Don't worry, they'll get there. They always do. Yeah, they always do. But meanwhile, you know, and here, that's, check out the buns on the side of my yeah. head. Yeah, <laughs> he ain't got no buns, hon. Yeah. Uh, she likes so, big butts. And, uh, and then, but then now, I forget if there was something in between. Cause, the Stormtroopers show. Well, then, then now they're in Ed Norton's place. Uh, where he's like, oh... Ed Norton comes over to bring him stuff, right? No, no, first it's they go oh, to the shop okay. because he's at the shop and there's like a, one of those Imperial guys who's like the commander. Oh, right, right, right. He has his black time, helmet. Yeah. He's kind of... His big, his big, big helmet from uh, yeah. <laughs> baseball. I wish he would have been... That, no. that one guy, no, the one guy that shows up later at their house, he's, he's, he's what do they call him, like large helmet or whatever no, in Spaceballs? Um, Damn it. Uh, uh, what do they call Anyway. He's like, no one gives me the ra- raspberry jam. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah, whatever. No, lone star. But that guy was definitely like, you know, you know the big helmet yeah. dude or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so, um, and all the people in here, James Earl Jones, everybody's in there. They didn't yeah. get uh, Alec Guinness, though. I think he, I think he, he's uh, like, he's no, a, I don't no, think so. I'm, made, I'm, I'm doing fine. a Shakespearean play. Uh, you know, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm an actor, so I'm not or, doing that. I'm doing marathon, man. I'm pulling out Dustin Hoffman's teeth without a... Uh, with a drill. With a drill. Without, oh, uh, you know, I can't do the Star Wars special. Oh, okay. We understand now. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, yeah. He's giving him a hard time. And, and Norton's like, oh, you should try this. This is really cool. And then, then Mrs. Mrs. Chewbacca calls and he's like, oh, don't worry. That handmade rug is is uh, is going to be delivered soon. Uh, we're just oh, waiting. Right, right. He like he was like winking and nudging. He's like yeah, the whole time. He's like he's flying in solo. They're flying it in solo, handmade. Understand? And yeah. he's like, click. Okay. And they should have had subtitles. Yeah, and he's like, oh god. And so then he's like, okay, I'll be by later. And then he gives the imperial guy something, and then he leaves. He gives know. him like some toothbrush, and he goes, hey, you want to give me something for? And the guy's like, ah, screw you, I'm a Nazi. The yeah. hell with you. Yep. Okay, no yep. problem. There you go. Great. So then, and now he then. 
Ed Norton shows up at the Chewbacca place. Was he wearing like a vest without a shirt on? Yeah, like he was trying. He was wearing like a vest like uh, Han Solo wears. But did he? I, I hope he had a shirt. He had on. a shirt on. I think. Oh, did he? Okay. Oh my god, yeah. Because it was like kind of beigeish looking. I don't. I don't want. I, I was like, oh, I hope this guy didn't think he's gonna look. You know, I want to. When show did Ed Norton like, die? Not that long ago, a few years ago. Oh, okay. He lasted for I was a while. like, boy, I hope this wasn't his last role. No, it might it might have no. No. It wasn't. He was uh, around through the nineties, I think. Uh, oh, let's we're gonna take a trailer break and then we come back. We'll try and wade through the rest of this uh interesting mess, mess that is the ho- the ho- Star Wars holiday special. Yikes. Special. It's special. Bless me, Father, for I have just killed quite a few men. running out for the people of the Asylum of the Insane. Asylum of the Insane, where madness is the norm. Filmed in horoscope, see thrilling scenes in 3D. Three-dimensional terror jumps off the screen and into your lap. Obtain your free 3D blood shield glasses upon entering the theater. Rated GP, but not recommended for impressionable children. Asylum of the Insane, produced in Hollywood by Maniac. <laughs> I could feel the Christmas noose beginning to tighten. A hustler squad. Give them a knife and they'll slice you open. Give them a gun, they'll blow off your head. Pleasure Island became their grave. There was Rose, a condemned murderess who liked to love, but liked to kill even more. Sonia, who'd been raped, her family butchered, and wanted revenge. Cindy, who'd do anything to escape the black marketeers who put a price on her pretty head. And Lieutenant West, she picked the pros. Then she became one. The Hustler Squad could do what an army didn't dare. U.S. military intelligence still denies their existence. You'll find out more about them on hotel registers than government records. You pay for the pleasure. The killing is free. The Hustler Squad, a Crown International picture, rated R. But remember... Dodgeball is a sport of violence, exclusion, and degradation. So, when you're picking players in gym class, remember to pick the bigger, stronger kids for your team. That way, you can all gang up on the weaker ones. Or just get yeah. like, you know, you uh, the thrift stores in my house got a bunch of like, yeah, I don't want to do it to the kids, but you know, like a bunch of Disney cartoons that I don't care about. Just take mm-hmm. them, cannibalize them, there and record go. the movies on over yeah. Dumbo. Off air, we just uh, we. we we've, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown uh, hooked up a VHS to his to my car- Roku box. to a Roku box, and he's actually going old school taping shots, goofy, gory wow. Italian horror movies. You never know 
What I'm telling find? you, I'm going to look for more. I mean, the fact that I have them on VHS on six-hour speed, like three or four movies, yeah. that just, you know, it just, wow. it's just funny. It's like I used to do back in 1981 <laughs> or something. so crazy. Except these movies are more, more, some of them are a lot more disgusting than the ones yes, that Yes, they are. And, and you're like, this is okay to show them, whatever. Yeah, this is a, this Roku after all, you know. Yeah. Anyway, back to our back crappy Back to Star movie. Wars. Now, you know, and now, now he, Ed Norton shows up, but so do, like, the Stormtroopers, and the and the the dark helmet get in. Dark helmet. Yeah. That was See, I knew if I just said it, it would come out. He goes. They go into the Wookiee house, and that, that this is kind of kind of it till the end. Like pretty much. They're yeah. there, and they're like kind of roughing people up, and blah, blah, you know, and and then the the stormtrooper like to get him to stop doing it. Like Ed Norton puts the one thing on, like which is the Jefferson Starship airplane. airplane starship, yeah. starship, starship. Uh, play, uh, what's the difference? Well, the difference was that like they changed, uh, they changed uh, some people left, and like by the 1980s, Starship was more futuristic than gotcha. airplanes. So okay. 70s actually. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Were more All right. There weren't the original guys anymore. There was like three of the originals, and then a couple others. Okay. And three, so they decided, now nah, we'll just. I didn't know. It. Yeah, I just I didn't know there was a difference. The, they, they they got the uh, Ed Cassidy. Jack Cassidy and Yorma Kalkin, in which were the two virtuoso musician guys, left the band, <laughs> so they just changed their name. Nice. All right, so yeah, so now, and he shows, and then the, he's showing, and then to shut up the old grandpa Wookiee, Ed Norton puts a VR helmet, and he's like, hey, this one's just for you, hey, nudgy nudge, and he's like, this is your first, this girl's one, they'll do anything you want, and you're like, what am I watching here? Like you're like, is this porn? No, kinda. I mean, could have kinda could have been, yeah. I mean, and so the 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 old Wookiee has this like head VR headset on because they've tried to sell VR to every generation ever. So they're gonna do it again. I, well, they are. I think this one might stick because your phone can do it, and everyone has a phone, and you gotta you gotta make love to your phone because phones are phones. But anyway, well, they, gotta, they gotta have like a special <laughs> other contraption to yeah. anyway. So so now he's watching. Who is this lady? Diane Carroll. Diane Carroll, who is that? Famous uh, actress in the '60s and '70s was in. She was in the first uh, African American or black sitcom, Julia. She uh, oh, okay. in the '60s. At first, I was like, "Is that Diana Ross?" Like, no, she, sang, she was singing. Been. Yeah, it could have been, been Diana been, Ross, but, no. but it wasn't. But apparently, like Grandpa likes the, uh, you know, yeah, whatever. And I, and at that <laughs> point, I was like. Wouldn't this be a Wookiee dancing suggestion? I, I, would, I, would, I mean, I don't know. I would have thought maybe Raquel Welch would have done it or whatever. <laughs> but Diane Carroll was kind of like... I thought Barbarella would have came in. Yeah, Barbarella. That dude she was with on that boat was hairy enough to be a Wookiee. Yeah, I don't know if Diane Carroll's career was that hot. though. Well, maybe that explains why she did it. You know, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway. So you got that going on. And, and then, then, like you had alluded to, then we're treated to Maud. That's later. Uh, well, the, the, I don't. The, the, I can't storm remember. Croop, the stormtroopers tear up the little kids' room, and they're jerky, jerky guys. No, and no, then, we haven't found anything, sir. And, and like, then okay. the kid starts watching an animated Star Wars cartoon. Oh, this is where they cut in with Boba Fett. Where the Boba Fett thing, and you see, like, you know, and it's not animated. It's an interesting animation. It's it's not bad, but it's, it's weird. It's the, their faces, their caricatures are kind of odd. They're the very they elongated and odd. I think it was maybe a European uh, people. It wasn't did, Japan? Really. No, it wasn't in Japan, or it wasn't Hanna Barbera filmation. It was somebody <laughs> else. But yeah, the kid watches that, so we're treated to it, like. You it know, looked like the wizard. Kinda, the the animation like wizard, style looked. But it like, wasn't Bakshi. No. Yeah. No. 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 But, but and these guys, the way they walked was really like. Like, yeah, like watery and fluidy when they did the dopey. It was almost like the marionette, the puppet walk. God, so strange. And this is where you're like, okay, what? 
they like Luke is chasing after uh it's kind of it's moving this actual story forward, I think. In that they're they're trying to get home and then they crash on this water planet and then then uh and then uh R two D two and, and um C-3PO. No, no, and Luke Skywalker Luke land, and they're like, oh, we'll save him. And then this monster comes up, and Boba Fett's riding him, and there's this weird, like, part of the story where the guy's like, don't ever be nice to animals, they're just there to serve us, and, and Boba Fett, like, whacks him, and you're like, what's this about? What? I, okay, whatever, okay. So he's like, oh, so, so Boba Fett <laughs> helps him and takes him to go get Han Solo, and then... Like they're like they're he's been poisoned by this diamond scepter. This is a really That's weird. A and and then and then Han Solo's or and then Boba's like oh I know a place that'll sell us stuff. So he goes to like to a town to get the antidote and tells the Wookiee to stay there. And then you flash out and R two D two the real R two D two is watching the screen and knows the story or the Wookiee is the little kid Wookiee and the Wookiee's like oh no oh no. And then it flashes back into the ca- the cartoon, and Archdeacon's like, "Oh, I saw it too." And then he's like, "He's a trick. He's there to trick us." <laughs> like, what the hell? What are, what are you doing? You're breaking the fifth wall, the sixth wall, the seventh wall. All the walls are coming down. Uh, yeah. And you're like, "Okay, I guess." And then he's like, "Oh, well, I'll get you next time." That's what uh, 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 Boba Fett says. I'm gonna become a really the most important ca- side character in history of of ever because. I don't know. He was can. he was nothing in the first three, but then he he got cult status. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, they show that cartoon and that kind of entertains. That's for the kids to be entertained. I guess it was and such the fact a, that was, there wasn't any effects. So there such you go. a weird, weird, weird animation. It was it it, it was nonsense. Like it's just like Boba Fett riding this gigantic like dinosaur looking thing, and Han Solo's like, oh, what happened to me? He's like, his face is really weird and. Like yeah. melting off, and you're like, "What am I on acid?" And then now? meanwhile, they keep weird. cutting to like Han Solo and Boba F- and, and Wookie or whatever is that Chewbacca, and they're going, "Oh man, we got to get back. We're trying to get you back home." There's a lot of like of the empires like all yeah, over the they place. sure are around, but we'll get there. We'll get there. And ha- the, this entire time, uh, Harrison Ford is saying all this stuff like, "You know, I love you, buddy. I love you and your family." Like yeah. he's he's kind of going for it in a cheeseball way, and you're like, "What the hell?" This isn't the drunken, angry Harrison Ford I know and love now, you know. But, but he was like a young actor, and he just was he he like was the only one that was like I'm if I'm doing it I'm doing it. And he was, but and then you're like oh okay I guess whatever you know. He's like I love you, Chewbacca. You know you and your family you're like my only family and stuff. You're like okay. So then I don't know if it's right after, but then they cut to this one scene because they had to show the. I guess they wanted to reprise the Star Wars Cantina. And the Star Wars Cantina with all the creatures, because they had to do all the makeup for the creatures, and some of them actually look like creatures from old B movies. So at any rate, and then B. Arthur is like the you know the barmaid. Yeah. And then Harvey Corman shows up again. He does like three parts in this movie. <laughs> of course he does. And he's he, like, he can't be stopped. <laughs> and he's like some some doofy guy with this big old top. A volcano head. Volcano head. And he's trying to hit on Maude, and she's like. No, nah, I'd rather do it with some of these like alien creatures or whatever. He's yeah, like, you know, don't like, you remember those words she's whispered to me? I love you. And uh, or, no, he's like, he's like, don't you remember the, those words that that sparked me to love you forever? And and it's the same. And the, it turns out the saying that he thought was love, she says to everyone, "Don't. Uh, I'll be yeah, waiting yeah, when yeah, you yeah. come back. I'll be waiting here for you. Come back soon." 
I miss you already or some crap. And then he's like, oh, I'm heartbroken. And because they're pouring stuff into his volcano head, that's the gag. And then she's like, oh, you know, and, and they were cutting in the real scenes of the cantina with whatever else, like these other, like you're saying, just a bunch of alien, you know, gleep glops walking around being like, oh, I'm an alien. Yeah. And, um. And then they then yeah, there's a then, song. Then she, they want to leave, and she goes, "Okay." You no, know, the empire's like the empire's like, oh, "We mandate that you shut this place down." There's a now there's martial law, and she's like, "Okay, everybody out, one more round on me, one more round." And she starts singing. You're like, "Oh, you're don't!" Like, uh, again, fast forward. You're like, "Please stop singing." You're you fast forward. Pull the <laughs> pull the slider. <laughs> please, please stop singing, Maud. Oh please. no, she sang the whole song. Yep. And then then that then that was it because. The whole the other thing that's happening throughout the whole time is there's like the imperial TV spokesperson that keeps coming on going oh there's that there's rebel activity in the area so we're gonna kick you out don't you know you get out of here and, and then and then the, the 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 Nazi dudes they go look we're gonna leave your house but we know there's a missing Wookie in this yeah. place so we're gonna leave this stormtrooper here. To like you know uh, to you reinforce know, to, Nazi to, to overtones watch, to watch yeah right <laughs> so he he sits there and he like and he he's the guy who tears up the kid's bedroom too so yeah. the kid hates his guts or whatever yeah you know? which you would and then um at some point around after the cantina scene uh, Han Solo and and Chewbacca finally get there right and they and they face off with the uh, with the stormtrooper guy, yeah, and they right? end up throwing him off the railing. Yeah, they end up fighting him and throwing him off the railing, and Chewbacca's back. And once again, you know, Han Solo tells everybody how much he loves them. All right, well, you have a great life day, buddy. You know, I love you and your family so much. Picks up the little yeah. kid. Well, you're getting bigger. You know, the whole nine yards. Or yeah, whatever. whatever. You know? And then at some point after that scene, well, how did how did she start? Oh, well, at the very end is when they all show up. Yeah. yeah. So and then they're all setting up for life day. Oh my god! And then it goes into that weird, where like they're like little. They, you think it's stars, and then they turn into candles, and then it turns into like Wookies walking with candles to yeah. like this set piece, and you're like, "What the hell am I watching here?" My God, how much cocaine was the '70s on? Because it had to be fueled by cocaine, insanity, and greed. That's the Screen, only reason this was made. Cocaine and anger and greed, and, and just and you're like, "Wow, come on, '70s, lighten up!" Because then and now, now there's these. And they're all wearing these red robes, so it's a Wookiee in a red robe carrying a candle, and you're uh, like, oh, happy Earth Day, happy Earth Day, and you're like, oh, life kill day. me, Life Day, yeah, happy, ha- happy, happy Wookiee Day, Life Day, and you know, and then then Carrie Fisher singing the the Star Wars theme, and they're all standing there, and it looks like that end scene where they're like after they blew up the Death Star, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're like, holy shit, make this end, and it uh, it'll end pretty soon after God. that. And then it, and then it just goes into like you know they do like they do like a they sh- there's some scenes from Star Wars and they show yeah. Alec Guinness and remember all how you love that and stuff well love us again that's and then that's it then at the end they show you all the credits and the everybody's face you know, I wish like, like Mark Hamill would have been like at the end like and we really want to thank Kenner and George Lucas for making all this possible that would have been great destroying our careers and I just. <laughs> Because the only one who's going to have a career after this is Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. Everyone else is going down with a sinking ship. But uh, now, and still in the business, but you know. And you know, and and what would Mark Hamill have really have done? You know, again, we can revisit the that Joker. a million times. Well, and he's actually have has had a, 
a quite a resurgence. Sure. He's the Joker uh, voiceover on Batman. He's done a lot of an, uh, video game voiceover stuff. And he's got like one of those like hipster old man big furry beards that yeah. is so, like, like, me. like the ones like that me. you're growing now. I know, yeah. I'm gonna I think the I'm old a, hipster furry beard. I was letting my hair grow, you know, and I, I, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to yeah, take it. Yeah, you're gonna it, go man. nuts, so you're gonna shave it all. I uh, that's what I usually do. And next time shave your eyebrows while you're at it too. Yeah. I'm trying to become a Wookiee. <laughs> I became Wookiee eyes from Earth Day. <laughs> or from Wookiee Day, Life Day, whatever <laughs> from Kill Me Day. <laughs> oh my god, this I no. knew this would be bad. You know, it's, yeah, it's bad. I, I've seen worse. It, yeah, of course we've gotten, worse. we've, we've gone we've, through way we've worse. We've gone through worse, and we will in the future. Of course, I, I didn't hate it. Hate it. Like I know I sound like I really hated yeah, it. Yeah, because to really hate it, you got to be a fan, a true blue Star Wars fan to really. But then wouldn't you it. love it too? Just because you're like, oh, this was that one oddity that Maybe. slipped through the cracks, and Maybe. you're like, oh, look at, I got the oddity. Possibly, you know? possibly. Because like. But still, you're like. But still, I reckon. Who thought this was a good idea? Like, how could they have like let this happen? ABC and, did. ABC goes. And, well, go ahead. I'm sure there was a deal cut before, I'm sure, before the movie. I'm sure ABC or whoever whoever pro, uh, promoted the, uh, produced this, George Lucas went and begged money for everybody, and ABC says, "Okay, we'll put money in, but you know we we're going to do a holiday. We want to do a holiday special." And, and at that point, he's it. like, I need millions. I need millions. Done. I'm done. I'm yeah. doing it. And he's like, of course. After that, he ruled the world. But before that, he needed money. And, you know, wow. he got some from some... Either ABC or whoever produced it said... Or Kenner or whoever said, hey, we want a special. We want a holiday oh, special. Because it was Kenner. I bet you... Because he secured the rights to all the stuff. That's That's mm-hmm. like... He was the most... That was one of his, like, most intelligent things in the history of ever... Because generally, uh, uh, somebody who makes something like this kind of just makes their money. And he secured the rights in lieu of getting money from yeah, the studio. Yeah, and that was like his trillion dollar idea. And I think right after that hit, he's already selling everything off the shelves. And he was like, let's do it, Kenner. Well, and I mean, Kenner was like, okay. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't a original idea. Because if it, as I go back and look through places like eBay or whatever, and I see that a lot of shows got major product that I don't remember ever seeing. A lot of shows got yeah. like game, uh, game like the Milton the Monster game Not or this, this game level, or cards. He took it. He he was the, one of the first that really steroided it. He took it to, he took it to the, to, yeah, he put out, I mean, I was working at a toy store around this time. I remember we were, we opened up boxes and it was like all these freaking little, you know, tiny Every little, little figures thing. and stuff that I don't remember ever seeing. And I go, where, where did they come up with all of these? These weren't in the movies, were they? And they were in the background or something, or who cares? And then, and they had, yeah. they probably had like three rows in your toy store of nothing but Star Wars. And you're like, holy crap, dude! Oh, it was a whole end cap full of Star Wars. It's, it's I, so, ki- I told my friend, I killed myself. I was working there. I started there like in the Christmas of '77, '78 through like '81. All the toys that they had, they had like the Godzilla gang with that shot the shot the the Mazinga, the Mighty oh Messenger. We used to we used to grab those and screw around with them, like shoot them at each other. If I would just had the foresight, because I was already like a teenager, to like buy them, I was like, yeah. I don't want toys and keep them. Man, I would have been a wealthy man, a wealthy man. So this is one back to the movie. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to even say about it. <laughs> like, I can't even rate it because I don't even know. Like, if you're a Honestly, Star Wars fan, I never fan, knew about it until a few years ago. I didn't know about it until w- Wampa Boy, Wampa Dude, 
uh, work said about it. And I was like, boy. Well, I, I meant Wamba, dude. I, I, and I'm like, what is this now? And he's like, yeah, it's it's because he is Star Wars like savant. He knows everything about everything. And I'm like, okay, uh, which he's in the 501st, and that's what those guys do. They they like they do the cosplay with it, but they're to the level where it's they could be in any of the movies, and you wouldn't know. So he knew, and I was like, okay, that sounds like, why not? Why wouldn't we do this? It's, it's you know, our uh, life day is coming up soon. Perfect match. I like Star Wars, and I watched this. I was like, well, I don't even know what to say about this movie. It, it, it's like one of those glorious messes that you're like, but it's hard to get through. It's not very entertaining, but it's, I don't know, what do you give this thing? What would you give this if you, like a four or a, or a yeah, like, three. Yeah, I, I you can't even say a five because no. oftentimes we say a five and we're like take it or leave it, meaning you could get something out of this. I don't know what you could get out of this movie. You're probably getting more out of watching grass grow than this movie. Yeah, or it was so odd, and I don't. Again, I can't get over why did the stars look that way. <laughs> what what the hell happened? Like he looked like a like it Mark was, Hamill looked like an Oompa Loompa. It, like it's it's the orange. it's the makeup guys uh, for ABC or whoever produced this. It was the makeup guys. They decided, oh no, we're gonna because he looked like a nice wholesome farm boy in the first two or three. He didn't at the time when this was shot. He looked like a normal dude. Well, you know, without that crap on, you know, he I, I don't fine. know the story. I don't know the deals, but I've heard from people that are more fans of this than I will ever be. That in between, <laughs> Wampa <two> dude, <laughs> yeah, ask him. I think I, I've heard a story that in between the two movies, he got into a car accident. And he had to do a little bit of uh, plastic surgery on him. But was I it Corvette Summer? He was driving his Corvette. Yeah, it was Corvette probably Summer. Corvette Summer. Yeah, I actually like Corvette Summer. That's a cool movie. Well, you should watch it one day. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe he was. Had, had I just think it was a makeup guy. He, they blonded his hair for some stupid reason. Because he was that dirty maybe blonde. He, maybe he was, he was doing. Maybe he was doing Corvette Summer, and that's why he looked different. Because they made. He was in the middle of making another movie, so he had a different look than this. That's probably what it is. Huh. He was probably making another movie, so they had to change his hair and do something to him to make him look different. Because he was playing a different character. I bet you that's what it, it was. Off putting. When when he came on screen, I was like, wait, what? Because he's a normal looking dude. Was was oh no he's, now he's just older I mean yeah. a hard life you know like like, like a rock star or whatever you, yeah what, you drugs know, sex and drugs and tough rock and years you know and, but and Wookies will do it to <laughs> Wookie, you yeah Wookies will rip your arm off if you call them a yeah. carpet we'll walk a, a fuzz nerf herder or something. yeah yeah that that too, but uh, uh so yeah just skip this one I I wanted to love it and then as it went on I was like oh Christ man get me through this it's on YouTube if you want to take it out take it out yeah you know. it's it a nice copy too it is a nice copy I I was uh, surprised uh, sometimes. You get stuff off YouTube and it's terrible. And then sometimes you're like, well, this is like the Criterion collection of something. Or, you know, we've gotten some real beautiful cuts off stuff, you know. Yeah. And not sometimes the, they say HD and they're not. This one wasn't worth it. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah, HD. What is HD? No, you, like, you download you the, the one gigabyte one and you, it's the same piece of crap that you could have watched. It's no different. No <laughs> what does HD for stand for when it's a hard dick or something? You know, yes. Give me a break. This isn't high def. This is like, you know, bullshit. It's just a BS, HDBS, that's the new one. That would be great if you had that BS version. Yeah, HDBS, that's the new it's upgraded like, We're one. just kidding, it's a piece of shit. Ah, so yeah, yeah I, I would say skip it. Uh, I mean, Me I think you, you concur. Don't I concur. bother. Yeah, that's, a, that's it. It doesn't matter. Sing us out of here, Don Sullivan. We matter. are done it's talking just, about just, Life Day. It's just as the, dumb as a 
Well, some Star Bag Wars of toys or whatever they came out. You know, <laughs> it's the dumbest um, that uh, the last pre the, the ones that I don't know how to even say. Oh, them. the prequels. The prequels. It's as dumb as the prequels. So if you like Jar Jar, you might like this. I I no Jar. Eh, this is worse than Jar Jar. Let's go. Okay. See you later next. See, hey, my name is always. We'll see you next week with can something we, better than Star Wars. Can we go? Maybe. Not Star Wars. Star Wars holiday special. Can maybe. we go now? Yes. Sing us out of here, Don Sullivan. You know, and and for a holiday special, instead of Don Sullivan, sing us out of out of here. Where's the beef wrap from Wendy's tenderloins? Oh, by popular demand. <laughs> yes.
right back there. I had a Christmas party in my upstairs flat. Just me and a little man who was kind of fat. He came down my chimney like an acrobat. He brushed off the snow and said, suppose we have a chat. He was kind of mellow, this chubby little fellow, so I offered him a drink. After three or four, we wound up on the floor. Man, he was quick as a wink. Friends don't get excited. I could not resist. Because all he wanted was just to do the twist. the new dance craze the horizontal twist I sure don't regret it it was kind of fun he was a crazy twister a sneaky son of a gun but I sure got suspicious when he hopped in his sleigh and as he drove off I heard a deep voice say a dancer a prancer tropical cancer he wasn't Santa at all but we had a swinging ball. That's all. <laughs> 